Maathava Jaya Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Jaya Kunja Bihari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Jaya Giri Varadhari Jaya Giri Varadhari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Jaya Giri Varadhari Jaya Giri Varadhari Jaya Yashodanandana Jaya Vrajajanaranjana Jaya Yashodanandana Jaya Vrajajana Ranjana Jaya Yamuna Tiravana Chari Kunja Bihari Jaya Yamuna Tiravana Chari Jaya Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Jaya Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Jaya Kunja Bihari Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 
Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Prabhupada Jaya Prabhupada Jaya Prabhupada Srila Prabhupada Jaya Jaya 
जीवन विश्वपाद परमहम सपरिवराजिकाचार्य अष्टोत्तर सर श्री श्रीमद हिस्ट्रे एंड ग्रेस ए सी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी महाराज शिल प्रभुपाद की जय जीवन विश्वपाद परमहम सपरिवराजिकाचार्य अष्टोत्तर सर श्री श्रीमद भक्ति सिद्धांत सर ठाकुर महाराज शिल प्रभुपाद की जय आनंद कोडि वैष्णवृंद की जय नामाचार्य शिल हरिदास ठाकुर की जय प्रेम से कहो जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री दुर्गाधर श्रीवासादि गौर भक्त वृंद की जय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भागवतम की जय नेताय गौर प्रेमानंद ओल ग्लोरी श्री असम्बली बोर्ड ओल गोर श्री असम्बली बोर्ड ओल गोर श्री असम्बली बोर्डिस ओल गोर श्री श्री गुरु एंड गौरंगा ओल गोर श्री शील प्रभुपाद की जय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय वी आर रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो सेवन चैप्टर सेवन एंटाइटल्ड व्हाट प्रहलाद लर्न इन द वूम्ब वर्स नंबर भजताश्रयाश्रयाहयाश्वर तस्मादर्थाश्चकामाश्चकामाश्चकामाश्चकामाश्चकामाश्चकामाश्चकामाश्चकामाश्चकामाश्चकामाश्चकामाश्चकामाश्चकामाश्चकामाश्चकामाश
धर्माशयदाश्रया भजदानी हयात्मा अनीहम हरिमीश्वर तस्मादर्था कामा धर्माशयदाश्रया भजदानी हयात्मा अनीहम हरिमीश्वर तस्मादर्था कामा धर्माशयदाश्रया भजदानीहमात्मा अनीहम हरिमीश्वर तस्मादर्था कामा धर्माशयदाश्रया भजदानी हयात्मा अनीहम हरिमीश्वर तस्मादर्था कामा धर्माशयदाश्रया भजदानी हयात्मा अनीहम हरिमीश्वर धर्मादर्था कामा धर्माशयदाश्रया भजदानी हमात्मा अनीहम हरिमीश्वर ट्रांसलेशन तस्मात् दर्फोर अर्था एम्बिशन फॉर एकोनॉमिक डेवलपमेंट एंड कामा एम्बिशन फॉर सैटिस्फैक्शन ऑफ द सेंसेस च Also, dharma ha duties of religion. Cha and yet upon whom? Abhashraya ha dependent. Bhajata worship. Anihaya without desire for them. Atmanam the super soul. Aniham indifferent. Harim, the supreme personality of Godhead. Ishwaram, the Lord. The four principles of advancement in spiritual life, dharma, artha, kama, and moksha, all depend on the disposition of the supreme personality of Godhead. Therefore, my dear friends, follow in the footsteps of devotees. without desire fully depend upon the disposition of the supreme lord worship him the super soul in devotional service purport by shila prabhupad 
there are these are words of intelligence everyone should know that in every stage of life we are dependent upon the supreme personality of godhead therefore the dharma religion which we accept should be that which is recommended by prahlad maharaj bhagavata dharma this is the instruction of krishna sarva dharman parityajyamam ekam sharanam vraja to take shelter of the lotus feet of krishna means to act according to the rules and regulations of bhagavata dharma devotion service as far as economic development is concerned we should discharge our occupational duties but fully depend on the lotus feet of the lord for the results karmanyevadhikaraste ma bhaleshu kadachana you have a right to perform your prescribed duty but you are not entitled to the fruits of action according to one's position one should perform his duties but for the results one should fully depend upon krishna narottam das thakur sings that our only desire should be to perform the duties of krishna consciousness we should not be misled by the karma mimamsa philosophy which concludes that if we work seriously the results will come automatically this is not a fact the ultimate result depends upon the will of the supreme personality of godhead in devotion service therefore the devotee completely depends upon the lord and honestly perform his occupational duties therefore prahlad maharaj advised his friends to depend completely on krishna and worship him in devotional service om ajnanati brahmasya jnananjana shalakaya chakshurun militam yena tasmay shri gurave namaha shri chaitanya manobhishtam स्थापितम् येन भूतले स्वयं रूपकदामह्यं ददाति स्वपदान्तिकं वन्देहं श्रीगुरो श्रीयुतापतकमलं श्रीगुरून् वैष्णवांश्च श्रीरूपं साग्रजातं सहगणरघुनाथान्यतं तं सजीवं साद्वैतं सावधूतं परिजनसहितं कृष्णचैतन्यदेवं श्रीराधाकृष्णपादान् सहगणललिता श्रीविशाघान्यता हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरिप्रि वाचकलपतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पदिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्रीअद्वैतगदाधिगौर्भक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे भूतर्महात्मापुरो विभु निर्मायशेतमूषपुरुष भुंक्ते गुणाषोडशोडशात्मक सोलंकृषिष्ठ भगवान्वचासि मे हरे कृष्ण हियर प्रहलाद महाराज इज ऑलमोस्ट कंक्लूडिंग हिस् एड्रेस टू हिस् क्लासमेट्स
they are little demons. So they are almost becoming devotees because they heard from Prahlad Maharaj and Harikatha was going on in the school. So they had, whenever there are breaks, they used to have chanting and dancing. Of course, we can imagine the association of a pure devotee such as Prahlad Maharaj. So it is very powerful. Like when you go to school, in the break, there is the Harinam running. It's pretty good, isn't it? So there is Harinam Sankirtan was happening. And whenever there is time, Prahlad Maharaj was preaching Krishna consciousness in, in its deepest level. So it is going in all directions. We can see as we were going through the verses, we could see Prahlad Maharaj speaking very cuttingly about attachments, about dependency on the Supreme Lord, as we can hear in this verse. And Krishna is the ultimate shelter and is the natural attraction for the soul. He is the only natural attraction for the soul. In this way, Prahlad Maharaj was giving so much of instructions to his classmates. Here, we can see very interesting points are mentioned in the purport as well as in the verse, both on dependency on the Supreme Lord and how to live a life having this knowledge. If you see this world, we can see that there are a lot of confusions. There are confusions in many levels. Students are many times confused about what to study. When we see students, when they want to choose a course in the university especially, there are a lot of confusions. What to study? We'll see that. We'll see that again and again. And many times they do choose a course. First year, the dropout rate is very high very high. And after that, it reduces. Still, even in the final year, there are so many students drop out or they change the course. Because it is not clear what to do. Hmm. At the same time, the universities, they know the problem of the students. They know their confusions. So they also think it's a great opportunity for us. They offer courses with in contrasting disciplines. And sometimes when you hear some courses, I think, you know, how can they go together? <laughs> a double degree in engineering, mechanical engineering and law. You know, it looks completely different. You know, one is, you know, Jewish doctor, you can become a Jewish doctor, maybe four or five years of study, another four years of study to become an engineer. It's completely different. And students are so confused, so they opt for these contrasting courses because they don't know where they fit in. And we see this more and more. So when it comes to courses, we can see that there's a lot of confusion. Students are confused about what to do. And the same confusion continues in the workforce. But to start with, it can be difficult to get a job. Even after getting a job, they may think it is their dream job. After some time, they realize this is not what I want to do. I want to do something else. And people can change the mind like this. So gone are the times where people may even continue one profession for a very long time. It is, it is switching, so much is switching, it's completely different roles and responsibilities people take. Because it's not very clear what is their varna. Hmm. 
It's not very clear. And many people do philosophize changing such kind of occupations. I heard about one, uh, one car mechanic at the age of 47. He became a doctor at the age of 47. He went into university. He studied biology and life science, whatever prerequisites. Went through maybe five or six years of training as a doctor and he became a doctor at the age of 47. Such a change, isn't it? Another one, one professor in the university in America, one of the professors in the university, he changed his job. He became a car mechanic. And he was glorifying how important it is to dirty the hand. You know, I am using the hand and I am fixing the cars and the grease in the hand, it is so glorious. Can you see such a contrast? And then he wrote a book about it. How glorious it is to become a mechanic. <laughs> so can you see that? That is again Brahmanical. Can you see the mix of Varnas coming through? Hmm? I remember one of my uncles, actually mom's first cousin, he, back in the days, I, I probably I was not even aware when he was studying, it is in long, long back, uh, he was doing an engineering, I think somewhere in Canada or somewhere, he did engineering and then he did his masters and he started his PhD, then one day uh, he had this, you know, a thought in his mind, this is not what I want to do. He left the whole thing, he started studying life science and biology and he went through the whole training and he became a doctor. <laughs> and he was telling me one time, I almost became, became two doctors. The one he didn't complete <laughs> because he was doing his PhD, he dropped it. And the other one he became a doctor. Can you see such a, in one sense, such a waste of time? And it actually shows confusion. What's the occupation? Don't know. So that is one issue. There is confusion about one's own varna, which is very natural and it is there. And in terms of social order or at age what to do, there are a lot of confusions. There are certain age meant for certain things, isn't it? Certain ages are good for certain things. People don't know when to get married, when to have children. It's a big confusion, or to get married to start with. <laughs> and even in marriage, when to have children, there is absolute confusion in the society. In terms of ashram, we can say, social order generally we can see a lot of confusion and okay and when to retire that is no idea so there is a lot of confusion in this world so this is on one level in terms of occupation there is confusion in terms of social order there is confusion then there is a big confusion what is the purpose of life what to make out of this life lacking purpose it is a big thing in this world Many people are confused. Okay, I have a job, I'm earning money, I'm living a life, but what is it for? Finding no purpose, no motivation. And from modes we know, then one can degrade very fast. Because if there's no purpose, one can degrade very fast to tamas, to ignorance. So that is another kind of confusion about purpose. And we will see that all the time. And of course, if someone is quite fortunate, one may be confused about one's own identity as who am I? That is a good confusion to have. If one, one is able to think in that direction, it is pretty good because then one is reaching out to our real self. One is trying to understand bit on a 
deeper level. So when we come to the understanding of Krishna consciousness, when you see this Vedic presentation, it may look too systematic for this age. Too systematic. Everything is defined. So on one side there are a lot of mix-up, a lot of confusions, but in the Vedic philosophy it is, everything is so well defined. So we feel that it is it's not even practical. <laughs> so here we will we'll see, okay, on one level, Varnas, it is well defined. Hmm? Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra. And this definition is coming from the Vedic times. Even one of the original scripture we can understand it is, you know, the Vedas, of course, all this literature are original. But one of the initial prayers we hear is Purusha Sukta. Hmm? One of the initial prayers, even in the beginning of creation, there is Purusha Sukta. Then, uh, whenever there are universal issues, the devotees go, the demigods go, they pray using Purusha Sukta. There are also Brahmanosya Mukhamasis, Bahu, Raja, Nekrada, Urudhatva, Shabhyam, Shudra, Vajayata. Here, again, the Purusha Sukta, again, this classification is given. Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vajayudra, this is amazing. Even right from the beginning, such classification is there, such a very well-defined society. And when it comes to ashram, again, it is so well-defined, isn't it? You know, Brahmachari, Grahastha, Vanaprastha, Sanyas is very well defined. Identity is well defined. We are the spirit soul. So even if you go to any school of spirituality in the Vedic time, they accept the aspect of being Atma, our identity as Atma. There is no confusion about it. Okay, the result can be of confusion. What is the ultimate objective? There can be confusions. But in terms of identity, there is no confusion. Generally, you get into any other philosophies about the identity, there are no confusion. They accept at least Atma. So that is a prerequisite in whole Vedic literature to understand and in whole Vedic process. And in terms of purpose, there can be different objectives. Still, the purposes are also defined. And here, even in, the, in this verse and translation, kind of purpose is defined as Dharma, Artha and Kama and Moksha. Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha. Correct? Dharma. You know dharma, it is religious duty, then artha, economic development, dharma, artha, kama, sense gratification, and moksha, relief from everything. So it is, it is quite defined, and it is very important for us to know. And in terms of varna, we know approximately it is for one brahmana about 10 kshatriya, about 100 vaishya, about 1000 chudra, roughly that is the order. So we know this Vedic system, you know. 1 to 10 to 100 to 1000. That's how the society is defined. So there is such a structure and it doesn't work at this point of time effectively. It's not because of the problem in the system. It is because we are carrying such a mixed up karma. <laughs> we are carrying such a mixed up karma. So we find all this kind of contrasting combinations within us which are predominant and they are coming to the surface. So it can be quite difficult to understand which Varna we belong to. Some, some aspects can be Brahmanical, some can be Vaishya, some can be Shudra. So we see this contrasting combination. So even if you know that we are the spirit soul, even if we are performing devotional service, at least in devotional service, we get some kind of clarity about our Varna. Is it true? Some kind of clarity. At least we at least know, okay, we have some contrasting natures and we need to address them. 
in a way we can. But it's very important. When we, if we had to find a job or so, it becomes quite important to know what to do in our life. Hmm? Then, if you see all these ashrams, Brahmachari, Grihastha, Vanaprasanyas, there are respective duties. And in this purport, there are two things which are important. One is the Bhagavad Dharma. One is Bhagavad Dharma, which is common to all. Isn't it true? What is that? That is based on Panjanga Bhakti. The five most important limbs of devotion. So that is common to all. That is Bhagavad Dharma. That is, and other one is our Dharma according to the ashram. So that is also specified in this purport. So different ashrams, there are different duties. What is the duty of a brahmachari? Two. Two things important. One, studying scriptures, swadhyaya, and also? Yeah, seva. Swadhyaya and seva. So, okay, Panjanga Bhakti is common to all. Sranam Kirtanam Vishnu Sparanam or Navanga Bhakti. They are common to all. Everyone has to perform. But ashram specific duties, swadhyaya and seva, service to Guru, to the temple. So that is the duties that actually purifies a brahmachari, specifically. And for a grihastha? Charity. Very important, charity. And third, for vanaprastha? Austerities. And for sannyasi? Yes, first is being fixed in the absolute truth. Being fixed in the absolute truth and then preaching. Both are important. Both are the duties of a sannyasi. Because sannyasi has to be on the absolute platform, on the top platform, and then one can share, one can preach. So this is, this is the specific duties. And here there is a specific mention about Grihastashram. Specifically about economic progress. Srila Prabhupada is mentioning about economic progress and how to do economic progress. That's what is given here. And Prabhupada quotes, Karmanyeva dhikaraste ma bhaleshu kadajana ma karma bhala hedur bhu mate sangostu akarmanaha. So here, there are many, this is a most misquoted, misrepresented verse in Bhagavad Gita, as we know. Because when it comes to karmanyevadhikaraste, you have the right to perform duty. Even, even a factory owner tells its employees, you have to do your duty. That is Bhagavad Gita says, isn't it? India, if you go, many people quote this verse and the conclusion is, you do your duty. That's it. Or you do your work properly. So it has become a motivational speech based on Bhagavad Gita to get things done. But that's not what is mentioned in Bhagavad Gita, as we know. <laughs> if we really understand, it is very complicated. <laughs> it's not so easy because it's actually about bhakti. When working, how can a grihastha be a devotee even while engaged in one's occupational duties? Because, okay, if one has right to perform the duty, that is karmanevathikaraste, then don't be attached to the result. That is tough. So then the misinterpretation is just do everything nicely, don't expect any result. Free labor. Are we talking about free labor? No, we're not talking about free labor. Work means one has to get remuneration. But how can, and then not only that, ma, ma, 
karma bhala hedur bhu one shouldn't think that i am the cause of result of the activities so that even if you think about this verse it is really involved isn't it don't think i am the cause of the result of the activities so i am working i can see that i am earning money because of my, my my work but don't think that i am causing the result actually this purport is all about that and this verse is about this point and that's why prabhupada is explaining so clearly this particular verse that i am not the cause of the result and we'll discuss this further and at the same time and don't be attached don't be attached to the result and also don't be attached not to performance duties if you think okay i had to perform the duty but i am not the cause of the result i cannot be attached to the result and then the best thing is don't do anything <laughs> why to get involved at all <laughs> let's have a simple solution don't do anything so here no the point is krishna is the the cause the result is given by krishna so this is a very deep point so this we can see from the karmanyavadhikara uh, point and also from a practicing devotees we can see which one which was above from sharanagati that is one point what is the first point in sharanagati anukulyasya sankalpa accept what is favorable pratikulyasya varjanam whatever is not favorable reject then rakshashyadi vishwaso krishna will protect one should have the faith that krishna will protect and then the fourth one is that is mentioned what is that goptrupte varanam tatha means krishna is the maintainer so this is a meditation a devotee must have when we are performing our work or business or whatever so this specifically if you are doing outside job one should understand krishna is the maintainer of course everyone has to think about it but when we are engaged in work and when we think that okay i am earning money and it is my money so it is a very important point to think oh actually krishna is the maintainer and if you are doing a job one should see okay i have a boss but the ultimate boss is krishna krishna, krishna is the actual maintainer it's very important thing to uh, think deeply think about it then only we can come to the next platform hmm? we know bhagavatam uh, in the first canto itself is mentioned uh, uh, very important karmasya kamasya nendriya prithir right kamasya nendriya prithir labho jeevaeta yavada jeevasya tattva jnasa nartho yascheha karmabhi a very important point that if we see krishna in our work then only we can see that when the results come we can think that look this result whether money or facilities it is not for my sense gratification okay we need sufficient gratification to live in this world and one may need different levels of comforts we don't question that different devotees need different levels of comforts for their mind to be peaceful <laughs> because then only one can perform devotional service so one may need different degrees of comforts that is acceptable but at the same time above that is sense gratification so we don't deny the needs and whatever comforts that we need but above that is sense gratification that is kamasya nendriya preeti so it's a very important point and labho jeevata jeevata because the reason is jeevatya jeevasya tattva jnasa the purpose of jeeva is tattva jnasa shila prabhupada in the purport makes a very interesting point isn't it many of you studied bhakti vaibhav so you may remember this point very very interesting purport for this verse 
comes in the Indriya Preeti. Prabhupada makes a very interesting point that if one is researching about the absolute truth, in other words, if one is very serious about devotion service, then naturally one will not be inclined for sense gratification. So that desire actually reduces. This is such a practical point for all of us. That's why Tivrayana Bhakti Yogena Yajeda Purushamparam. Tivrayana Bhakti Yogena. Exactly, that is the point. There is no time. That is Tivrayana Bhakti Yogena. When there is intensity in devotion service, then there is less time for sense gratification or no time for sense gratification. Hmm? So it is good to be busy in devotion service. Not just feel intensity of work. If you are working, don't just feel the intensity of work. One should feel the intensity of devotion service also. Isn't it true? Brahmacharya, do we feel intensity sometimes in devotion service? It is good. And for Grihasthas, okay, there is the intensity of work, but that is not enough. There has to be intensity of devotion service. The package has to be intense. As it is mentioned, we had to be in the stretched zone. A devotee should be in the stretched zone. First zone is easy, relaxing, cruising, cruising. That will not work. In cruising zone, for all the devotees, what will happen? Mind will give ample of options for sense gratification. And we don't have any choice. We are not so advanced. Or if we are advanced, we will not be lax or we will not be in the easy zone anyway. But if we have space, then the mind will go for sense gratification because that is our conditioning and we can't help. And so, devotee should be a bit in stretch zone where there is not enough time. Okay, I have so many things to do and I have only a little time. That is good. But it shouldn't go to the other extreme. It can stretch. Stretching zone can lead to breaking zone. So one can go in the stretching zone, a little bit stretch is good. One can go to breaking zone, but for only a very short time. One should immediately come back. So this is balancing one's life. Otherwise, one can break. <laughs> then if one is not advanced, one will leave both. You know, one's material life also can get into trouble and one's spiritual life also can get into trouble. One starts complaining about devotion service. Generally, one starts complaining about devotion service. I, I am in this condition because of devotion service, because of Krishna, because of the devotees, because of the ashram. There can be so many excuses in this way. So one should be always stretched in the sense there are more to do and less time. It is good. It is good. Because then we don't have a lot of time for sense gratification. Hmm? And there are, of course, stretch zone for devotees and we should embrace those very very much stretch zone not just a lot of stretch or even to breaking for example uh, when we run a marathon book distribution can be in an extremely in a stretch zone <laughs> and we cannot continue for very long because one can break those times we see ourselves we can go beyond our normal capacity of the body and the mind or if you organize a festival, sometimes organizing Janmashtami, it can be a lot of service for some time and it can be beyond our capacity, isn't it? Certain short period, we may be so busy, we may have very little sleep, we may be running, doing this and that, and there can be a lot of stress. We handle everything and that is very purifying. We need 
such kind of intense experience in bhakti and it is rewarding when everything goes okay then it is very rewarding so those kind of extremely stretched zones are also good we need those kind of experience so life is not about all easy no little bit stretched no we may have to stretch a bit more then we can get things done isn't in krishna service so for a devotee we are not trying to be easy in our life you know being peaceful that is the usual understanding of spirituality being peaceful correct or no when we preach to people people come to us i really want to be peaceful happy and peaceful everything is flowing peaceful peace actually krishna consciousness is not about peace okay if you are talking about that peace it's a very deep deeper level of peace externally we are not about peace are you peaceful today yes are you peaceful enough to do your service and chanting <laughs> it's a very important peace we need to have if you don't have that peace then it's a problem <laughs> we need that kind of if we are completely agitated we have to address what's going on otherwise we may be peaceful but we are very active we are busy in krishna service and it is very important so we need to maintain that kind of a busy schedule in our life so for grasthas not just because of only because of work and family commitments but also because of there are pressure in our services which is very good and for brahmacharis we need to have a lot of service and which is there and if not we will have a lot of service so it's, it's like you know always active in krishna service that includes for information reading shila prabhupad books is part of being busy <laughs> don't think that this is something which is uh, unnecessary hmm? it's not sense gratification it is necessary for all the devotees that it is being chanting attending morning program chanting quality rounds hearing shrimad bhagavatam and having some personal studies that is part of being busy in krishna service hmm? i have heard this from my spiritual master many times that is part of being busy otherwise one will not be able to continue devotion service for very long because so many other kinds of thoughts can come because shastra will remind us the purpose we need to hear again and again i, I can talk for myself when we uh, chant, read a particular section of bhagavatam or when we chant sing some bhajan and when we go through the meanings we understand oh so amazing Re- recently we were singing bhajahure mana in the bhajahure mana shri nandana nandana abhay charana arvindare when we are going through the verse when we are trying to absorb in the whole verses and then in the meaning we are really connecting to the mood of govinda das thaku and we understand how serious are they what are their desires and what challenges are they placing in front of us hmm telling have been serving whole life this many acharyas reflect on this point whole life we were serving kripana durajana remember miserly wicked people for what for sense gratification vipale vipale seve vipale sevinu kripana durajana i have been serving all these people for so long and bhajahu haripada worship the lord's feet of krishna so he is very clearly and saying if we have attachments uh, prahlad maharaj teaching is lot about attachment being detached 
There, in that also he gives a list. The family, friends, the money, this, that, lot of things Govindada says. And Prabhupada gives a beautiful purport to it. Prabhupada says, Govindada says, look, we have so many kinds of attachment, but don't take them so seriously. Why? Kamala Dalajala Jeevana Talamala. Kamala, Kamala Dalajala, just like a water tottering on a lotus leaf. It, it can go away any time. It can shatter any time. That is Jeevana Talamala. The life is so flickering, so changing. So don't be so attached. <laughs> see them in the right perspective. We don't reject, but see in the right perspective. Very interesting. And he expresses his desire. His desire is engaging in the Navavidha Bhakti. Saravanam Kirtanam Vishnu Saravanam. That is my desire. Can you see? When we connect to such kind of strong desires from the pure devotees, we feel, ah, I also want to do the same thing. I want to chant. Just, just hearing their desires, we feel like, okay, I really want to chant. This is our occupation. As it is mentioned in this purport, Bhagavad Dharma, this is our occupation. For all devotees, what is our occupation? Not the livelihood, but our Bhagavad Dharma, that is our real occupation, isn't it? For all devotees, independent of ashram, our occupation is Bhagavad Dharma, engaging in Krishna service. And when we connect to the prayers of Acharyas, we feel, oh yeah, this is amazing. I also want to do. So this is not just I am chanting my round or somehow or other, you know, hearing Bhagavatam or having prasadam, that is easy. But, or doing service, it is not something, but that is our real occupation. That is the occupation of the jiva. And for that we need reminders. That we need reminders. Then it is easier, then we can act properly in whatever ashram we are situated. Interestingly, for grihasthas, that is the focus in this purport about the economic development. One of the essential principles is charity. I heard one devotee in South India, a family man, he and living with his wife, of course, and both working. They were donating 50% of their income to the temple in Iskorn, an Iskorn devotee I'm talking about, not about some other Acharyas or someone. Iskorn devotee donating 50%, which is, I'm not saying it's practical for most of the devotees, I'm not saying one can do it at this point, but point is, there are some high examples. Of course, they didn't have children, and they were high-paying high jobs, so they, but they had that mentality to give 50% to the temple. So in our situation, it's not just giving 50% that may not be practical, but at least giving something, <laughs> right? It's not that I will become rich and then I'll give a donation. No. Whatever we have, we have to give. And there are so many venues. We, we give donation to the temple. And here in our congregation, so many devotees are engaged in preaching. Preaching needs Lakshmi. It is charity. You know, if you run a Bhakti Vriksha preaching programs or support other programs, it is charity. Because we had to provide the space, we had to provide prasadam, so everything involves Lakshmi. So it is charity, it's very important charity. So this charitable mood is so important for our own purification. So this is not just normal charity, but it's a very high charity. And the ultimate charity is giving Krishna to others. Right? That is the ultimate chanting, ultimate charity. So devotees irrespective of ashram, has to prepare ourselves for this charity. 
the highest charity hmm. i was thinking now next month uh, bhadra purnima is coming right 29th of september i was checking the date 29th of september is bhadra purnima so bhadra month starts from this month 23rd or so soon the bhadra month is starting and bhadra purnima is end of next month and worldwide we have a campaign for bhadra purnima that is shrimad bhagavatam distribution because in bhagavatam in the 12th canto 13th chapter 13th verse it is mentioned the glory of gifting shrimad bhagavatam or distributing shrimad bhagavatam says you can can take one back home back to godhead so potent is distribution of shrimad bhagavatam and we are also taking part in this campaign it's a worldwide campaign and we are also taking part in this campaign distributing shrimad bhagavatam currently we may have distributed maybe 54 or 60 maybe maybe under 60 shrimad bhagavatam sets we have distributed and our target is 108 before end of next month so it's a very important target we had to meet we need to distribute at least 50 more sets of shrimad bhagavatam doesn't matter which language can be english hindi telugu tamil gujarati doesn't matter whichever language but we need to distribute shrimad bhagavatam and it is very cheap also it's only 300 dollars for 18 volumes it's not a lot of money and i was thinking in our congregation there are so many serious devotees there are so many serious devotees who are practicing initiated brahman initiated so i was thinking if every devotee take up this responsibility of distributing one bhagavatam set in two months we have two months if we can distribute just one bhagavatam set we can go way beyond our target not 108 we can go way beyond but at least we need to take this responsibility of at least distributing one shrimad bhagavatam set what do you think is it a good idea yeah just at least one and if one cannot one doesn't want to sell one can buy a copy and give it as a gift that is also possible right so this is something we have to do year after year actually all the time but at least for this for the pleasure of krishna for the pleasure of shrimad bhagavatam for the pleasure of shila prabhupad and for the pleasure of all the devotees we had to take part in this and distribute at least one bhagavatam the camp the month is coming and now make the plans who to distribute can call up your contacts the person we know encourage them to give shrimad bhagavatam because this is the king of all the puranas it's a purana raj shrimad bhagavatam is the literary incarnation of krishna as you know from feet to the head the first first two cantos are the feet and so on and so forth we we have heard so many times the shrimad bhagavatam we need to distribute so this is the highest charity so this anyone can take part hmm? anyone can take part so one if one has money one wants to gift yeah one can buy and one can gift one can sell it is even better because we are engaging their lakshmi in krishna service so selling is the best in one sense they get double benefit for giving lakshmi in krishna service and also at the same time having a copy of shrimad bhagavatam and one can install shrimad bhagavatam as well hmm? one can install shrimad bhagavatam can go one can do an aarati to shrimad bhagavatam speak something about shrimad bhagavatam ask them to invite all their friends then you present why everyone should have shrimad bhagavatam so from the guest someone will be interested you can do the same thing 
I'll tell you a story regarding this. Rathesham Prabhu from Pune Temple. One marathon, he took this opportunity of distributing Srimad Bhagavatam. So he would go to a house who is buying a Bhagavatam, install Srimad Bhagavatam and he would give a lecture about Bhagavatam and inspire so much so that in, in, in that group there will be at least five, six devotees who are interested to buy Bhagavatam. So one Bhagavatam was sold, in that about five, six devotees, they purchased Bhagavatam. And then uh, another program, there also five, six. In that way Prabhu distributed hundreds and hundreds of Bhagavatam sets. So he became a top book distributor for one year. Can you imagine? Just by this principle. So this is actually a multi-level marketing. It can spread, it's a chain that goes in all directions. <laughs> so we have opportunities, right? So many of you are doing Bhakti, Vriksha, so if they are ready, you can introduce Bhagavatam, you can give them Bhagavatam. If they have friends, give them Bhagavatam. It is like Lord Chaitanya, when he was traveling in South India, he was preaching by this chain reaction. When he just simply goes, it is mentioned that when Mahaprabhu was in South India, that was the time he could manifest all his potency for preaching. Because before that he was in Nadia. In Nadia, he couldn't show all his potency in preaching. Why? Because they were all devotees. They immediately, all of them became devotees. So he couldn't really show his preaching potency. But when he came to South India, this was his actual preaching ground. He would go to the middle of the village and there devotees would sing some play instrument. Mahaprabhu would sing and dance. And it is mentioned, all other, all the whole village would come to the middle of the village and they see Mahaprabhu chanting and dancing. It is mentioned, just by seeing that, they all became not just devotees, they became pure devotees. And they went here and there, whoever saw these pure devotees, they 